Welcome back, everybody, to the IT Roy podcast. At some point, I'm going to make this official, get some intro music and stuff like that. But for now, we'll just continue it kind of low-key here. So this one is definitely more of a visual novel development-focused one when you're looking to make money. Because ultimately, whether you're looking to make this a full-time career at some point, or more likely just looking at helping to cover the costs of your hardware, your software licenses, DAS assets, and maybe a little bit of extra spending money from this endeavor, all the hours that you'll put into this, you're going to say, well, hey, how do I do that? So I would love to go full like internet on you, the internet marketer, that you know, one of those YouTubers that's like, oh my goodness, look at this Ferrari I just purchased, and look at this fancy home that I purchased. Well, I rented it for like two hours, but still, don't you want to be like me? I'm not going to do any of that because I'm not even going to pretend that I've got it made. I'm not doing this full time at this point. It's only been in the last couple of months that I've been bringing in what I would consider any sort of um, recognizable revenue. It's not that uh, there wasn't anything before, but now it's like, okay, hey, this is actually you know putting a dent uh, not just in like my dad's expenses and stuff uh, and in compensation for my time, but you know a little bit of extra money that I can put uh, different places, whether it's back into development or uh, whether it's you know a fun hey fun night out for dinner or something like that. So what do you need to do? Well, there's some basic things here and this, if you listen to any other podcast, watch any YouTube videos from actual reputable sources, uh, read books on this subject, uh, usually it's around like influencer type things. But whatever it is, the easiest thing here is that you're going to have to just put in a lot of time early when nobody is going to notice you. Nobody. That's what you're going to have to get comfortable with. And I can tell you this because I've had a couple of different ways that this has worked. So if you're not familiar, I came from, uh, went out on my own from another uh, studio that was doing uh, visual novels. So I had, I was sort of well-known already, at least in this space, not hugely well-known, not a big star or anything like that, but I had the advantage that uh, quite a few people did know who I was and knew a track record and could see work. Uh, so that made it a bit easier to get some traction initially as well as to get some folks uh, supporting me and promoting me a bit. And then the YouTube thing was kind of weird. I guess the YouTube algorithm thankfully liked some of my earlier stuff, uh, some of my early videos. And so that's taken off pretty rapidly. I'm over 2,000 subscribers now and uh, trying to think when I started that channel. I want to say March or something. Um, so we're at like uh, six months uh, in or so on that. And so, you know, I consider that pretty good. I thought the first year I might be lucky to have 100 subscribers at the end. So that has done well. By contrast, some newer things that I've done, uh, things like Twitter, I'm slowly adding people. And then I have things like itch.io uh, that I've got my game for sale and for free download on as well. Um, so then that way folks can pick up the visual novel a different way than through my Patreon. And that was doing like nothing. I would get a lot of folks just freely downloading it, of course. Makes sense. You know, do a click and you're there. It's not a big deal. Occasionally folks would leave a tip. But I didn't get a lot of sales until this last release. And of course that's currently for sale and not free. 
And then all of a sudden, I mean, just consistently, at least a few sales a day. Now, it's starting to trickle off, which makes sense. I think that their algorithm kind of works that when you do a new release, they're going to boost you a whole lot and then gradually start to pull that back depending on what they see. Um, but, I mean, I got some insane numbers uh, for quite a while. And even now, it's still much better than what I was doing before on average per day. Uh, so no complaints there. But, you know, I bring those things up just to say that it's definitely <laughs> uh, definitely some luck as well as just persistence. Because, I mean, I honestly thought like itch.io, I'm like, all right, I'm giving this one more time. And then other than that, you know, I'm, I can't do all these platforms. But what you have to realize is that really is where you're going to do it because you never know where people are going to find you. And that's what I found is that you know, all these things, Twitter's bringing in some folks, YouTube has brought in folks both to help support my tutorials, but then also that have liked the game and will support me for that. Um, so that has helped. Uh, I do have an Instagram account. I post there. I'm not a big Instagram fan, just generally. I don't know if it's my hatred for Facebook or what it is, but um, I do post over there occasionally. I've got a decent following there. Um, tends to just ebb and flow a lot more than something like Twitter, where Twitter's kind of a steady increase, and so is YouTube. Well, I lose people, lose subscribers and followers on both platforms on a regular basis. Usually it's just a net positive uh, because of who's uh, joining up and looking at my stuff. And Patreon's just its own beast because, of course, you're asking people for money. It's another thing to note. Uh, the rule that I have heard is that you should be able to get like one paying person on Patreon, if you're converting like an existing audience from social, free social media, like Instagram, uh, Twitter. I mean, I suppose, don't know how DeviantArt would translate into something like this, but you know, maybe, sure, whatever. Something like that. For all those folks, w one out of every hundred people should convert to paying to give you guys an idea, and that's YouTube as well. Um, so that's something to consider with all this. And I have found it to be a bit less, although early on with my YouTube thing, I didn't promote the Patreon or anything there because I kind of viewed it as a separate thing until I decided to put it all in. But that's all to circle back to. It is going to take a lot of time and effort to get your first release, to try to promote it and get it noticed, to deal with inevitable criticism, some justified, some maybe not so much, and to just continue to work day after day when nobody is talking to you much. There's not much there. I remember uh, started up the Discord a bit after. I really was reluctant. Um, we had one at the place I was at before, and yeah, it worked out okay, but uh, I'll be honest, Discord's not really my thing. However, it's another tool that folks like to be able to talk to me, and so, hey, it's, you got to have it, kind of like Twitter and replying to DMs and stuff like that. It's just something you need to do. Uh, helps build your audience, especially early. So I did that, and you know it's had brief periods of activity. It's not super active, I don't think, but it's not dead by any means. Um, and that, though, took a while. I mean, it was a ghost town early on, which makes sense. There were just a handful of people in there, and they had other discords that were more interesting. I mean, it's. I like to think about these things kind of like with the YouTube thing, where once I crossed a certain threshold, then all of a sudden it got, it got easier. Now, I mean, I'm still not where I want to be with YouTube, uh, but... It's providing, not a stable income, but uh, it's providing some money <laughs> consistently each month, uh, independent of the effort. Thankfully, uh, YouTube's really heavily focused, of course, that people can go to your back catalog and stuff, which is really helpful, versus something like Patreon, where folks are going to want to see some consistent activity and consistent releases. Um, 
But you're going to have to work hard. Uh, you're probably going to have to give away the first few releases if you really want to get noticed because I do think that helped me quite a bit, um, the fact that you know, when I did a public release of my Chapter 5, which was kind of almost a relaunch of To Be Akeem. Um, and I've debated on that myself, whether to do it, ultimately decided it made good sense and that that was something I wanted to do. And I noticed that then my Patreon numbers started to just kind of gradually tick up. But then with this last release, they, they've exploded the last couple of months, which is great. Um, continuing to get people pledging, including some even very generous annual <laughs> pledges on Patreon. I'm still kind of floored by that, but I really appreciate it. And it's that sort of thing that you just have to do, because once you hit that, then it does get easier. It gets easier to sustain, right? Because then, you know, I mean, like now, I look at my stuff daily. I'm that type of person. But I don't sweat it. Uh, because I know, like, if I had a down day or a down week, half the time it's completely unrelated to anything that I'm doing. Um, it's stuff in the world. Uh, I look at it like my YouTube numbers have been down um, the last couple of months overall. Um, occasionally I'll have a video that, might be a hit, but you also wonder too, like if it's a hit, how much better would it have done a few months ago? But what's happened is, of course, folks have started to return to normal after the coronavirus in a lot of places. It's still going on. It's still a pandemic. But we've, after 18 months, started to get some normalcy back in some uh, some things. People are starting to take vacations, at least in my area. And um, you're having that. And I think that's making an impact because all of these things you know, you're competing, not directly, but you're competing with Netflix for attention if you're doing a visual novel. You're competing with other video games. You're competing with YouTube. You're competing with Twitter. You're competing with Facebook. Again, not directly, but we all have limited, finite attention. And I don't know about the rest of you, but I tend to go through seasons as well. Um, like, you know, I might do like a big YouTube kick for a few months and then be like, all right, I need kind of YouTube detox and a break. Um, let me uh, see what else. And so I might, uh, I might then go to some book reading and some tutorials there, just some general um, fiction, fun reading, um, podcasts are another thing that I tend to kind of binge for a bit and, uh, you know, maybe a couple podcasts I'll kind of keep. And if they're reasonable and they release like weekly or monthly, something I can keep up with. Uh, then I'll probably try to do those. But like these three and four hour tech podcasts that come out a week, I mean, I don't have time for that. I can't do it. So what you have with all this stuff is that you're competing and you're competing to get noticed. It's the beauty of the internet because anybody can publish, but the downside, and we're not going to even get into like the downside from a you know what horrible hate speech and stuff that people can publish, but the downside is everybody can publish. So, you know, anybody can put up their renders, right? Anybody can promote. And it's going to just take certain things. And what I've noticed is, you know, certain videos tend to click for YouTube. Uh, for my game, I've kind of started to find uh, that audience that likes that medieval um, ancient type uh, game. Whereas a lot of folks early on were like, oh, this isn't, you know, a typical visual novel in a modern setting where you're living with roommates and all that jazz and stuff like that so uh, it didn't get much of a look and I also initially was doing a lot smaller releases so what it's just taken is a lot of work and now my hope is that it continues to kind of grow each release of uh, To Be A King exponentially and YouTube channel continues to kind of backfill that and grow and then maybe itch.io adds a bit. One big thing I've been working on recently is just diversifying my revenue streams. It's a lot of extra work, and I know it's not fun and pleasant to try to keep track of all this. Podcast is kind of part of this. Uh, get my name out there more. But 
that's what you have to do. I mean, um, and I'll be honest, like I'm not going to do Facebook uh, for a variety of reasons, but um, I still try to keep at least weekly on the Instagram. Twitter's a lot easier for me to keep up with. It's kind of like Discord, just super easy to fire off something. Same way with Patreon. One reason I did with the website that I've got, I'm kind of gradually adding more stuff to it um, from two perspectives. So first of all, I got great advice uh, a couple years ago from somebody who said, you know, you don't want like a third-party site to show up tops when you search your name because you never know what's going to happen to that third-party site. And sometimes the third-party site might even be a pirate site, and you don't, definitely don't want that uh, for your visual novel when somebody's searching for it. So if you have your own website, well, it's a lot of work, and trust me, it has been, and it'll continue to be. In fact, I had to add some GDPR stuff uh, this weekend <laughs> on there because I realized, I'm like, wait a minute, I got you know a lot of patrons and everybody visiting for the European Union, and I'd rather uh, not get fined. So I had to add that, and then content and some other things, keeping it synced with Patreon. It's a little bit of work. Every time I do a post, I still have some work, even though there's that integration there. It's not completely automatic. Still a bit of stuff I have to do. But it's worth it because as this grows, as I get links, uh, it not only enables me to try new stuff, but from a more business-like perspective, it can be a central hub. And so you know, YouTube may change. In fact, on that note, uh, YouTube has been more restrictive on some of the content that I've wanted to put up. And so I've got uh, another account on another service, and I will probably start posting more there. So it'll be more of an even split. Um, and while I can't directly monetize on that other service, uh, I am going to look at ways that I can make some money and recoup some uh, cost for my time there because um, there's some things I want to do that I just know are not going to be popular on YouTube. Even stuff that, you know, a few months ago when I was a smaller channel, I probably just kind of hid under the radar and. I didn't think it was violating anything, but YouTube will send me a little notice and be like, yeah, we've hidden your content 18 plus and we've demonetized it because that's we're not going to allow that. It's like literally like one render that I show for five seconds in the video, but that's all it takes. Um, so you've got to uh, gotta be careful on that. But if you, you know, can put all this time and effort into it, and trust me, it's a lot of time and effort. It's a lot of extra stuff, especially I am well aware if you're developing a visual novel, how long that takes goodness does that take forever hours upon hours I mean again I'm at hundreds of hours per release and I think I'm pretty efficient I'm getting better each time but even so I mean I've done a, spent a lot of time to get better efficient I've been doing this now almost three years um, and it's still just a lot of time and that does not count the time for things like Patreon and promotion and me my own learning and stuff like that that's strictly like just work on the game releases that's it um, so with all that time investment, it can be tough, and I've got a full-time job uh, as well, and family and all that sort of stuff, so I recognize that. But if you ever want to look to make this, make this something that you can earn a reasonable income from, this is what you have to do, and then you just have to be patient. You have to deal with the fact that as much as you'd love to even just be like, somebody just give me feedback, even if it's negative, I just I want something to know somebody's seen it. Well you're probably not going to do get that very often. And the simple fact is, too, the best art does not always get the most feedback. In fact, I was talking with another artist about this the other day, and uh, they sent me a couple of uh, couple of renders that were passed around a few discords there end, and we were just talking about them, and not you know, in a massively critical manner, but just looking at it and saying, and he's like, here, you want to see the likes? 
engagement on on this one versus this one and we looked and like the one that was i mean it wasn't horrible but it was just objectively worse had a lot more engagement than the one that was far superior but that's the way it is uh that other one the one that wasn't quite as good had different subjects and probably appealed to some people there and you know not everybody's an art critic but um definitely something to keep in mind there is you've just got to kind of slave away in obscurity for a long time one thing that has kept my head on straight with a lot of this is uh not i haven't talked directly to too many uh youtubers uh obviously i don't have inroads into the big ones or anything but the nice thing is some of the bigger ones that i follow are pretty transparent uh, with their journey through youtube and i mean they flat out said it's like six eight years that they'd spend they'd spend you know 40 50 hours a week uh and they'd have full-time jobs and everything and family on top of that but they'd spend it at youtube and then you know they'd finally get a hit video after then or the, finally they'd build up enough of a fan base that they could start to look at going in this full-time i mean think about that investment six years and again they would say too like if you look at their early videos it's a little diff hard to judge now because some people will go for that far back but most people won't so you can get an idea you'll just see these view counts so much lower i was looking through a channel the other day that i adore that's you know, medium i'd say medium size for youtube now they're not huge but they're decent size and i believe they do it full time I was, I was kind of scrolling through their channel and you know um, up at the beginning up at the newer ones since you see the newer ones first so at the beginning of the feed um, you know these hundreds of thousands to millions of views uh, most of them were hundreds of thousands which makes sense uh, some were tens of thousands so you could tell those weren't doing as well and then all of a sudden I just hit like something a few years before and the way I knew I hit a few years before is because all of a sudden I saw view count in like the low thousands and like maybe one had like almost 100,000 views but not quite. And I'm like okay so this must have been when they had a lot fewer subscribers because after looking at a few videos you could tell it wasn't just like the content they were doing. It was that. So that's the long and the short of it. If you're looking to do this just get used to the fact that you're going to kind of have to go in obscurity. Um, you're not going to be able to get a lot of people to promote you probably too, because everybody, you know, I mean, even if it's just as simple as saying, yo, my friend in this discord, put out this VN, check it out in another discord. I mean, that's still a reputation thing. If people think that really sucks, <laughs> that person who put it, put the link to your thing is out there still going to take some heat and uh, people don't want that, you know? So you have got to, uh, got to just work to try to build up that fan base, and there's no easy path. Just keep putting it out there. Uh, you know, collect feedback, but remember that at these low numbers initially, it's easy to look at these low numbers. You know, you get, I mean, let's say you got 50, 75 people in your Discord, which isn't bad if you're starting out by any means. So if you've got that number, you know, and you get three people telling you, hey, I don't like this character, or 10 people even, you know, telling you. That's a decent chunk of the Discord, right? That's probably a lot of what you're hearing, because most likely, unless you've been working on this for years, you probably don't have a big Twitter following, if anything. Instagram's probably not doing much for you. Um, you know, might not have DeviantArt or anything there, and DeviantArt, even so, I don't see a whole lot of feedback from the artists that I follow, and uh, I never post on mine, so that's irrelevant. But... What what you'll have is you you say oh do I need to change this or something but remember it's like five or ten people I mean yes that seems to matter a lot but don't make decisions based on that you know think it over go with your gut if you got some other people you can talk to run it by them because what'll happen is you'll make a decision on you know ten people and that's great but it'll turn out those ten people really aren't going to be representative of 
who your fan base is. Um, so for like example, I'm just going to close out with this anecdote, speaking of feedback, and spend a whole other podcast episode on that, so I'll save the rest of it for later. But um, got the character in uh, my visual novel to be a keen Valentina, my Princess Valentina, and she's what you would expect of a spoiled 19-year-old princess, right? Very much that's the way I wrote her. She's going to get a lot of character growth, and she already has started to get that in the game, but there's more coming in the game. But I knew that was it. I knew she'd be kind of a polarizing, either you love her or you hate her, and that's pretty much the way she's been received. But I find it very funny to see some people, like my Discord or messaging me or something, like, oh, can you just kill that girl off? And if I did, I would have, I'm not going to say just as many people, because I don't think, she's got anywhere near the support that some of the other gals have in, in the visual novel but I would have a, a decent contingent of people messaging me if I did that like angry and probably some canceling their pledges because that is their favorite character and they they really like her and uh, you know how dare how dare I do that so uh, just something to consider uh, you know and also the most vocal ones aren't always in fact often are not uh, the best indicator for the way you should do things. Um, I mean, I look at like YouTube comments and stuff occasionally, um, mostly just to build up my resistance to actual cancer. And when I do that, uh, and this is for not on my own uh, YouTube channel, but for other videos and stuff I'll watch, you know, you'll see like two, two big things, right? People usually either love it or hate it. It's where you're going to get a lot of constructive stuff that at least you can quickly see. I mean, not that constructive comments don't exist in YouTube, but... Uh, it's like any social media, they're easily drowned out by proportion. And if you were to listen to those, like you'd think, yeah, this person really sucks or something. But then you look and like they're full time and their view count continues to increase on average with each video and they've actually hired staff and stuff. So it's like, well, they're doing something right for their audience, right? And it's probably because a lot of people like me might give the thumbs up on the video and that's it. I'm not going to comment unless there's something, you know, some big thing I think I added. And if it's a big channel, I'm definitely not going to comment because chances are somebody else said it. I'm not going to read through 10,000 comments to see it. Uh, so, you know, that's it. That's my style. Um, and I think a lot of folks are like that, you know. They really like something that they might comment. They really hate something, maybe. Although even me, I try to resist negative commentary as much as possible, unless it's something I really need to say for some reason. But that's what you have to remember with feedback is, you know, it, it, it can be easy to, because that's what you see coming in, but it's not necessarily representative. Oh, guys, I'm going to end this episode with that. Let me know what you're thinking of this. This will be the either the second or third episode, depending on which order I record it, uh, release it in, because I've got another one in the can as well. I'm not sure what order I want to do this in. Um, I will warn everybody that this will probably be more of a development-focused podcast, because I don't know how much, without revealing spoilers, that I'll be able to say that's really interesting about To Be a Keen. Um, so if you're here just for the game, you know, feel free to subscribe to the feed and you know, check it out, but you're probably not going to want to listen to every episode. But that being said, I'm going to try to work in some stuff here so it's not just all development-focused and all for, like, visual novel developers or 3D artists. So um, if you've got any suggestions for what you might like to see in a podcast format, let me know. I'm open to it. I enjoy the freedom of just being able to sit down in front of my fancy microphone and hit record and uh, just do a little bit of editing and post something uh, versus even YouTube, where, of course, I've got to have something for video, but... Since I'm, my head's not even on camera, it's not even a talking head. So I think that the podcast thing will probably work better for these sorts of things. 
Guys, I will see you again in the next episode, wherever that may be. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, ITMIT Roy over there. Go to my website, itroy.me. Uh, there should be a link, depending on where you're seeing this, to that as well. Um, and that will have links to all my socials and stuff as well, so you can check out if you want to follow more stuff, get uh, get information, and you can join my Discord as well. Fair warning that a lot of the stuff is in my Patreon-only section because um, that's where I hang out uh, for the most part, um, but occasionally some stuff is posted there public as well, and you can certainly join the conversation. For If you're a 3D artist, there is some public there are some public channels where we talk about 3D art, visual novel development there, so get to bounce some ideas off folks, share your own art there. But thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. Guys, I will see you again in the next episode.